Hi, welcome to Inbound After Hours. I'm Paul and we are with Kyle Jepson from HubSpot, Senior Sales Professor. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This man needs no introduction, judging by yesterday. We had Love Inbound event 2022. The team here in our office was super excited. The audience speaking to them afterwards was super excited for you to be here. Um, what, welcome. How did you find it? I, I loved the event yesterday. It was great. It's a... Uh... It's my, my first time in the UK. I'm really right. happy to be... I was going to ask if it was your first time in, around here. Clitheroe, but... yeah, absolutely. But I'm happy to be starting here a, a bit off the normal beaten path. It's it's beautiful. And, and the event last night was so nice. There's so many people presenting on so many different things. I was really impressed with the, the breadth of it. It wasn't all just marketing stuff. Yeah, that's good. It's all, all round event. Nice. Yeah. That's what we're aiming for. Um, well, people love the talk as we... As we all thought we would, um, and what you were talking about yesterday was the title: "How to Produce Educational Content." Awesome. We were trying to remember the title. <laughs> yeah. You banded around a few titles, so um, yeah. Where, where, why that topic? Where did that come from? Why, why is that important? Yeah, I, I was I was really grateful to be given that topic for for HubSpot and HubSpot Academy. I, I create educational content uh, professionally. That's my job, and then sort of. For fun on the side, I produce educational content. <laughs> so there's kind of two different things I do there. there uh, my, my official role at HubSpot, I, I create these fairly formal online courses. They, they're typically a few hours long covering a topic in depth. Mm. Um, and then on the side, I, I make very short, off-the-cuff, unscripted videos that I, I, I post to LinkedIn, just mostly about feature updates inside HubSpot. And... Um, thinking about just the the two different needs those things fill um and and what they have in common uh and and why education is so powerful that there are actually two different jobs that i find i need to do simultaneously um so is the linkedin stuff an extra yeah 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 that's just it's just your passion it's just me yeah nice. no no one's asked me to do it um it is now, I, I, I've, I've managed to sort of make myself an institution. People expect me to do it both <laughs> internally and externally. Um, but it is, it is not in any way written into my job description. It's not anything any of the other professors at HubSpot Academy are doing. Um, but it's just so interesting that HubSpot Academy has been around 10 years now. This, this year is our 10th anniversary. And we've gotten really good at creating these online courses that are engaging and accessible and, and helpful. Um, and yet... They still don't cover everything, right? Mm-hmm. We HubSpot moves at such a quick velocity with its development of tools. Uh, our customers, our partners, even internal HubSpotters, find it hard to to keep up and to know what's new and to know what's happening. And so I've just plugged myself into every engineering and product Slack channel. I've subscribed to every update <laughs> newsletter. I have personal relationships with a lot of people over right. there, and. Um, it just every time a new feature comes out, I make a video and post it. So what, why do you, you know, I've talked about the LinkedIn ones there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So why do you do that? Why, why do you do educational content? And then we can start thinking, people start applying that to their audience. Yeah, content. yeah. Well, and it's interesting. Um, I love my job at HubSpot Academy. I have nothing but, but good things to say about it. But it is a very formal, very rigorous process. So much work. Uh, it, 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 yeah, and when you think of, of the scale we're operating at, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are taking this content. We, we get it translated into a variety of languages. Um, we have to have a lot of really rigorous systems in place mm. so that the content 
can support that scale. And, and for me as a creative person who just enjoys teaching, it starts to feel like work, <laughs> right? Yeah. Whereas at, in my heart, I'm just passionate about HubSpot and about HubSpot's mission. And there are so many things that I'm, I'm excited to share to help people understand what we're doing and what's happening and, and why HubSpot is such an exciting um, company to be attached to in any, you know, either as a customer or as a partner or as an employee. Um, and that doesn't really fit within the scope of, of our content. And, 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 and the typical course or lesson we develop in HubSpot Academy, we're, we're taking a quarter or a couple of quarters, you know, multiple months to produce. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, HubSpot is releasing new features on an almost daily basis, right? And if, if we took those kinds of updates and put them to, through that same rigorous process, they'd be stale and old yeah. by the time they came out, right? So yeah. to just be able to turn on my webcam and do a quick video uh, screen recording, just letting people know this has happened, here's how you can access it, let me know if you have any questions. Um, it's, it's become a really, I don't know, just a, a, an energizing creative outlet for yeah, me. Definitely. I, I, we've had a sniff of a peek behind the hood, working with Luke Summerfield. Yeah. We made a course about uh, business blueprint and he was really pushing us to uh, follow the, the blueprint really of making the courses of yeah. what he did for the GDD one. And yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's really rigorous. Like yeah. The amount of times he banked it back and I thought it was there and then he banked it back right. another three times like, look, we have to do this, like really boil it down to, and you know, you've got a linguist, linguistic uh, background, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about how this is going to get translated to hundred languages. Right. And you really need to get just to the point. Right. And all that work goes into that educational content. Right. There's a lot of work there. And you made a point yesterday about how don't aim for that. If you're starting right. out now, yeah. making educational content. Right. I'm sure people are blogging, people are doing downloads and things, but we're talking about video, educational content. That's a big thing to aim for. Right. Let's park that and deal with that another time. Right. Specifically, you were talking yesterday about LinkedIn and these the videos. Right. Of off the cuff, quick update. Yeah. Why, how do you find your why to put across and why should you start with why when doing your LinkedIn videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, again, HubSpot Academy has been around 10 years and we didn't start at the scale we're at, right? When, when it very first started, it was just three HubSpot employees doing webinars mm-hmm. of basically how to get started with HubSpot. And then at a certain point they realized, oh, if we do pre-recorded videos, then more people can watch it on demand than because yeah. they may not be available at the time we're doing the webinar and just slowly built from there, right? But I think so often people see HubSpot Academy as it is today. We have these high production videos available in multiple languages on so many topics and, and it's operating at such a grand scale. People want that, but you can't start there, right? Um, and, and with the LinkedIn videos, I think, I think a huge advantage of those is they tend to be between one and three minutes long. They take me a grand total of maybe five minutes to produce. Um, and uh, so if a, a particular video fails abysmally, if I post it to LinkedIn and nobody watches it, nobody likes it, I've lost nothing, yeah. <laughs> right? Whereas well, you're, you've gained, really. I've you've gained, I've, I've learned that didn't work, so, right? And, and I have, I've been, I've been doing the LinkedIn short videos for a couple of years now. I've posted close to 300 of them and it's given me this, this huge amount of freedom to experiment, right? I, a couple times I've tried, what if I do a deep dive? What if I talk for five yeah. to seven minutes and I've learned doesn't work, right? Because 
if you think about it in the context of a, a LinkedIn feed, you're just scrolling through, you're seeing people have new jobs, you're seeing whatever people are posting LinkedIn, you see a video from me, if it's 60 seconds, 90 seconds, you might say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm curious That's what's happening with, with HubSpot, right? And, and even if you need to plug in your headphones or something to listen, you're not out that much. But if you're like, oh, Kyle's talking for 15 minutes, you know, maybe you open it in another tab and say, I'll come back to it later. And, and you never do. You never do, right? So what's your structure then? What's your structure you fall back on to get um, an effective video? Yeah, and, and one, one thing that uh, is, is true of our, our very formal courses and is true of my short videos is we, we follow a, a framework we call the why, how, what framework. It's based on a, a TED Talk Simon Sinek gave, start with why. Um, and, and the whole idea is that before you tell somebody to do something or show them how to do something, you've got to connect it to some larger purpose or reason, right? Mm -hmm. And so all of my LinkedIn videos, I, it always starts with me on camera, even though the main event, the thing I'm trying to show is how to do something in HubSpot, and that's always a screen recording where my face is not present. I always start um, on camera and I greet people, hey friends, the thing I've fallen into, <laughs> just it's sort of a never, never intentional, but that's, that's I, I greet everybody as my friends, try to make it sort of personal, and then, um, in just a couple sentences, as short as I possibly can, I tell them why they should care about this thing I'm about to show them. And sometimes I, I very honestly say, hey, you know that thing in HubSpot that's always been a huge pain and it's been very difficult to do? We just made it so much easier and you should be excited, right? Or sometimes I'll say, you know how you weren't able to do this thing at all, now you can. And occasionally, uh, a, a few, uh, I don't remember when, a while back, uh, we released a, a, a Zoom app. Zoom has these app integrations and there's a HubSpot one. I didn't know it was coming. It just came out. And um, the way it works is once you install it, you're on a Zoom call and you pull up the, the, the HubSpot app and just like Zoom would open the chat or, or the contacts, it opens a little side pane where you can take notes on a contact record. It's a contact record. And, and it's directly integrated. And I didn't know that was coming. I didn't know, right? And, and, and so when I posted that video, I said, Here's this thing I never thought of. I didn't know I wanted, but now I'm obsessed with it, right? Like when you're on a, a Zoom call with someone, which everybody does these days, how, how are, are you juggling multiple screens? Are you jumping between windows to take notes? Are you just not taking notes until afterward and trying to remember everything that was said? Stop it. They're like, you don't have to do that anymore. Check this out and then do a, a screen recording and show here it is, right? Whereas if you just jump straight into so often what people will do is they'll just do a screen recording. Like, here's, here's how you do these yeah. things. And and I think we've all had the feeling of like, what what are we talking about here? Like, whoa, 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 whoa where are we? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. well, you've dropped me into the screen recording. I don't even know what program we're in right now. And you're, you're clicking buttons and I don't know where you're taking me. I don't know if it's a place I want to go. And I need to go and look and work out why I need to know. This. Right. And if it gets to the end that, and you realize, oh, that actually was interesting, then you have to watch it a second time if you actually want to understand. And so I always start with why. Here's, I'm about to tell you this thing. I'm excited about it. Excited is my default state. If, I, one thing I, I hit on yesterday is you don't have to be excited, right? If you're going to make LinkedIn videos and you're not a jump up and down and wave your hands in the air sort of person like I am, that is okay. You know, we, we need people who can make us feel confident or calm us down or or give us hope or, you know. There was a great question about that. Somebody asked, should you fake it till you make it? And the, right. way, the way I interpreted the question was, I don't have your energy, but if right. I came on and tried to be like that, it'd, fall, it'd fail because it'd be faking it. Yeah. If I came on with my enthusiasm, my style of enthusiasm, 
Right, because that's my style. Yeah. I mean, if you tried to fo- copy my style of interviews, I mean, it wouldn't work. Right. Be genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, if you're excited about what you're talking about, yeah, it'll come through on it. Right, and I really think um, if, if for anyone who's thinking about making some educational content, I really encourage them to start with these one to three minute videos. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't don't do anything bigger than that. Um, and honestly, it really forces you to focus if you give yourself a very tight space. But then choose a topic you're really passionate yeah. about. Um, one thing I really hit in my talk is if you're not feeling passionate about it don't talk about it, right? I, I mean, especially if this is just something you're voluntarily starting, nobody has tasked you with, hey, go make a video on this particular topic. Choose something you, you feel energy about and then talk about it like you would to someone you really care about, right? Um, so often in, in my content, I'm just, I'm trying to replicate what would happen if, if I came into the office and sat down next to you and was like, you've got to see this new thing they just added in HubSpot, right? Like, stop what you're doing. It'll only take a second, right? Um, and if you imagine yourself sitting down next to a friend in a fairly casual setting and you're telling them this thing you really care about, what, what emotion do you convey when you do that? How do you do that if you're a B2B business selling widgets to somebody who makes bigger widgets? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I really believe... Um, that every business in order to exist has to be the world's best expert in some very tiny piece of something, right? Um, You've got to have people who are able to add unique value to conversations. And even if it is just a widget that you're selling, um, whoever it is that took the time to build that widget had some passion driving them to go through that process because even a tiny widget takes energy and effort to develop, right? And and you only do that and then you only take it out to the world and ask people to pay you money for it if you believe they're going to get value in return. They wouldn't buy it if there wasn't a benefit. Right. So the benefit, I think, takes back to like persona research and things. It's the why bit helps you find yeah. something to be excited about. Because, all right, that widget, whatever it is, that the metaphorical widget might not be exciting in itself, <laughs> but what does that unlock? Is it shorter delivery time? Right. Or, or, or is there something about the world yeah. that, that you can help put your widget in a grander context, right? Because yes. HubSpot in the early days started as basically a widget. It was, it was a marketing tool with very limited capabilities. Um, I've, I've heard Dan Tyre and some others who are very early salespeople at HubSpot talk about how you could either sell the product or you could demo it, but you couldn't do both because if you demoed it, people wouldn't buy it, right? You had to have it like open in multiple tabs and you cleverly use screenshots because it just didn't operate. But it was tied to this larger purpose, mm-hmm. right? We had this vision of the world that things have changed. The way you used to do things isn't going to work anymore, or at least not very much longer. Um, the, the internet has revolutionized everything. Buyer behavior is changing. And now you just need to focus on connecting with people where they are, understanding their needs and helping them make progress in their lives. And, and that was the vision HubSpot had, right? That is our why, that is our purpose. And that's, that's the reason why we could expand from being just a marketing widget to a full marketing automation platform to then a CRM and now customer service and a CMS and so many other things, right? Nobody has ever said like, um, well, People sometimes think we're still just a marketing tool, but but people also sort of understand that we have this vision, right? We never really branded ourselves as just marketing automation or just a CRM company. We are out to revolutionize the way the world works. And so whatever the context is of your widget, right? If there is, it, maybe it is a, a fairly unremarkable small tool that, 
that takes care of one particular task. But if you place that in the larger context of the world, something has changed in the world. Yes. And if you don't have a widget doing this particular job, you're going to fall behind. Then lead with that, right? And, and in your short educational video, start with that. Paint the picture. Ha have you noticed things are not right in the world? Yeah. Ha have you ever felt that you can't take care of this particular task? Well, we've got this widget that will help you with, with that. Let me show you how. And then do a quick demo, right? Or if it's, if it's software, do a screen recording. If it's an actual like item out in the world, physically show it to people. Mm. Um, I think so often companies are really eager for animations that are uh, because maybe their, their product isn't pretty or, or it's hard to keep product videos up to date, you know, if they're changing. But if you can actually show people in real life, look, this is what it does. This is how it works. Um, that's much more compelling. You have the how, uh, the why, and then here's how it's going to do, and then you you end on some call to action, right? Like go download my widget for free, or you know you try try changing this thing in your behavior or, or whatever it may be. So zooming into that how bit, then the how on the LinkedIn videos, the how on the short educational videos. How do you practically go about it? What are you recording on video? Are you recording like this with a camera? What, how do you physically do it? Yeah, so um, for my LinkedIn videos, I'm literally just using the built-in webcam on my uh, on my MacBook. Um, I have a, an external mic. Um, I honestly, yesterday I told people, and I really believe this, you probably don't have to buy any equipment to start making videos, and, and you probably shouldn't, <laughs> right? In, in, in your phone or in your computer, you have a camera that functions perfectly well. Um, there's a mic built in. Uh, for your first few videos, just stick with that, right? Don't over, I mean, when I first started on LinkedIn, I was using my headset that I use for Zoom calls, right? Mm -hmm. And when I look back on some of those older videos, the audio quality isn't great, but people still love them, right? I discovered this need uh, that I was able to fill and now I've upgraded my mic and it sounds much better. Um, but I, I think starting with production value stuff is, is a mistake. So I just use my webcam. I now use an external mic, but I used to just use a headset. And then I have a, a screen recording program on my Mac called ScreenFlow, which is a, a paid program. It's nice. You only have to pay once. It's not a subscription. You just buy it, then you have it. But I had that already because that's what we use in our academy trainings. When we show the HubSpot software, we use ScreenFlow to record it. And so I just had this software on my computer. And I had only ever used it for screen recording, but there was an option to simultaneously record from the webcam. And so it was pretty easy to just check a couple boxes, hit record and talk and record. And then I have both the webcam footage of me and the, the screen recording and the audio. And it takes me literally 30 seconds or a minute to say, okay, here's where I want to cut from the oh, webcam to the... you do that in ScreenFlow? Yeah, from the, uh, there's just a little timeline. Interesting. And I just cut out the, the middle part of me on camera. And so I start on camera and I usually, like I said, a sentence or two, here's this thing, let's take a look. And then I go to screen recording and I am on the fly just talking about, you know, click this button, do this thing, here it comes. And I mean, sometimes, sometimes because I typically am demoing new features, Sometimes I do it wrong. Right? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I like, click this thing and no, I'm in the wrong you spot, right? And, no, how I have, wrong does it have to be for you to? Uh, I if if I if I legitimately like click the wrong button and I'm now on the wrong screen, I'll just scrap it and start the whole thing really? from the top. You see, yeah, I'd go. Oops, sorry, go back. Right. So sometimes I do, um, and and you will find. I, I mean, if you really look at my my LinkedIn videos with a, a with a, a careful eye, 
you can tell I haven't practiced this, right? I often am like, and click on the, uh, the uh, there good, it is. That's good, though. And, and I think it makes it more human. Yeah. In the context of social media, I think people are pretty distrustful of of uh, a, a really polished presentation. Save you know? that for the course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the courses, honestly, it, when, when you watch a HubSpot Academy course, at least if it's mine, I don't know if other professors do this, but when you see the screen recordings, what you're seeing is the ideal version mm. of, of HubSpot, right? If, if my internet is, is having a bad day and I'm stuck on some loading screens, I'll edit those out yeah. because there isn't really any educational value in sitting and waiting for a screen to load, right? Like what I'm trying to get across to you in those courses is here's the flow you need to go through, right? There are three steps. You first you do this, first you do that, and second you do this, and then third you do that, and now you're done. And so to just show that as efficiently as possible is the thing. Whereas on LinkedIn, I just want to show you the real experience. Mm. And sometimes I've, I, I usually, I will click through it myself beforehand to, uh, to make sure I know what the flow is. But occasionally I'll, I'll just, you know, get a, a note from a, a, a product manager who says, hey, we've just released this thing. Here's how to do it. And I will just record the video right then. And I will be doing it for the first time myself because then all my knee-jerk reactions are sincere, right? Uh, I'll say things like, wow, that was really easy, or whoa, that was really fast. And that is not scripted. That is not me trying to sell HubSpot. That's just me putting my internal voice on speakerphone and and trying to replicate the experience that that everyone else is going to have after they watch my video and go try it out, right? Like, I hope they have that same response of like, wow, that was really fast. So, and, and sometimes the opposite is true, right? Sometimes I'll be like, all right, well, this is taking a minute to load. Oh, and now it's done. Oh, and now it's done. Right, oh, there you go. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I just try to be so raw and real with, with how it is. And I, I think because I love HubSpot so much and I'm a, a generally optimistic, enthusiastic person, my, there's a lot of positive energy there, even when things aren't going wrong. Like, oh, well, that was a few more steps than I was expecting. But look, now it turned out all right. You know, and um, I, that, that seems to be working for me on LinkedIn. But again, if that's not who you are, don't try to be me, just, exactly. just be you. That, that, yeah, being genuine. I think when you talked about that yesterday, it took me back to a old meeting with a, a kickoff meeting with a client and we were like talking about what they're doing currently and improvements and things like that. And they were trying to resonate with the audience and were posting things on like, yeah, hump day, halfway to weekend, yeah. Friday, can't wait to finish, like not can't wait to finish, but it's Friday, yay, yeah, yeah. weekend's here. And I was like, I'd rather buy off someone who doesn't want to go home. Like, <laughs> right. I, know, I know you do, realistically, yeah. but don't tell me you do. I, I yeah. like to imagine that you're in that factory 24 hours because you love what you make. Yeah. And then that's what comes across in you going, oh, it's taking a minute to load, but oh, well, it wasn't that long. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the energy that people feed off, isn't it? Yeah. How do you... So, hi, two questions. How often are you making these videos? So we take five minutes to make a two-minute video. Yeah. How often are you getting them uploaded onto LinkedIn and posting them? And then how do you analyze what's working? Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it began very casually. Um, I, uh, I, uh, HubSpot, there, there's this app called OrgChartHub that only exists inside HubSpot as an integration and it lets you map out your contacts and, and it's, it's lovely. Um, and Daniel Curran, the guy who started that company, posted a, a, a LinkedIn post and just said, what's the most underrated tool in HubSpot? And so people were engaging with that. And I went to give a suggestion 
Um, and I suggested our, our deduplication tool, where you can see your contact records or company records, and we use a little bit of machine learning to try to identify possible duplicates that you can then merge. And as you do that, it gets smarter at, at, if you say, oh, that's actually not a duplicate, you know, you train the system. And so I just left a quick compliment, a comment, I like the deduplication tool. And several people responded, the what? <laughs> like, that, what is that? And, and so I, I sat down to write a response. We have a deduplication tool. You can find it by clicking this. And it was turning into a really long paragraph. And I realized this would be like a 45 second video, right? And so I just posted a video saying, hey, uh, uh, Daniel posted this thing. I mentioned the deduplication tool. Seems like a lot of people don't know that we have this tool in HubSpot that'll help you find duplicates and merge them. And it gets smarter as time goes on. Let me show you how to find it. Did a quick screen recording. People loved it. They're like, do more of that. And so I just started, I started working through all the comments in Daniel's post. It was December, right? We were heading into the holidays. That was going to be my follow-up question of how do you know, or how can the listeners know what to post about? Right, well, and, and I got really lucky here because here was a list of everybody just saying what the most underrated tools in HubSpot were. And so I just plagiarize it, plagiarize it, right? I just, I'll, I'll do a video on that one and that yeah. one and that one and that one. And, and I, 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 we had like two weeks, so I was taking a, a holiday break for Christmas. And I made myself a goal. I bet I can do one video a day for two weeks, right? And I did. And everybody was like, do more when the new year comes. And all Christmas break, I'm thinking, I've done all the comments in Daniel's post. <laughs> and so I just kind of jotted down my own list of, of my favorite parts of HubSpot and things I want everybody to know. And so the new year came and I was like, I'm going to keep the everyday going. And, and I was every morning recording a video and posting it. Um, and that was very taxing you know mm. as my list started to get depleted I, I i became desperate for things to post and i and i i realized i can't keep up the the once a day thing i'll do two or three times a week and for most of the time i've been doing this I, i'm two or three times a week and what i realized is nobody was really keeping count right even even at some of my lowest points when i was like once a week people would be commenting, I can't believe you're posting these every day. Like, how are you keeping well, that's, the because, algorithms always changing anyway? Right. And, 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 and people aren't that all they knew was I was posting regularly. Right. Um, and now I'm back to doing once a day because I've figured out how to, uh, how to, to keep tabs on, on engineering teams and, and things they're releasing. But what I've learned is it's much easier to post once a day if I'm batch recording once a week. So Friday afternoons, I'm always just recording these videos and I have, you know, my various Slack channels and email threads and things and I have, I just pull them all together and, and here's my list of videos I'm working on. And then Friday afternoon, um, I just, I read them, I get excited, I make the video, I edit it lightly and then uh, I, I just spend an hour or two um, filming a bunch of videos and then I have them just on my desktop, right? And every morning when I first log in, uh, eight o'clock Boston time, I just post a video, right? And now I am incredibly consistent and, and the LinkedIn algorithm seems to really like that. It knows 8 a.m. Eastern time, Kyle's gonna be posting something and everybody sees it. Um, but it's taken the pressure off of me. I don't feel like I did earlier on when I was like, I have to make a video today, what's it gonna be, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I just kinda always have this backlog of videos that are already recording that I'm adding to. And Friday afternoon makes sense as well because your meetings are out of the way. Yeah. You're naturally in a better mood. You're obviously, probably a bit quieter. Yeah. You've had questions come up during the week. Yeah, yeah, so and you know, what to and answer. that's another thing. Like, I, I will, I will have ideas during the week, and always before it was, uh, I had this sense of, I have an idea for a video. I better record it right now, or else I'll forget it. And I've, what I've realized is, or I can just have a notepad where I can jot it down, <laughs> right? And then Friday comes, and I have all these videos to create, and 
and I'm excited. Oh, I finally get to do this one. Um, Another place to get the ideas would be, as well as your natural conversations, if you're in marketing, we'll speak to sales, and if you're in sales, we'll speak to marketing. Yeah. There'll be it, questions that need answering. Right. right. It, anyone who is customer-facing is going to know some common questions, yeah. right? And so if you're not in a customer-facing role, talk to the people who are marketing, sales, customer service, right? The, your, the people who are calling in and, and asking questions of your company, what are those questions? And if you made a short video answering that question and put it on YouTube, um, maybe people searching Google for that answer would, would find it from you on YouTube and yeah. not have to call into your company, right? And, and now you're, you're lowering the cost of your company to operate and you're helping your, your customers get service faster, right? They, they can now, whenever they have the question, whether or not anyone's in your office, they can find the answer. And there's no cost to this. Right. Well, there's a very small cost of screen flow. Right, or but videos, but even there, videos, yeah, it, it, you, an hour of your time a week. Yeah, I mean, if if you have software, you're gonna need some sort of screen recording tool to demonstrate that. But so many of them are free. You know, I I had ScreenFlow, which is sort of this premium product. Um, but if if you don't have that, you know, you Loom or Vidyard or any of these that you yeah, they're just Chrome extensions that you can install and then you can record your screen and, and you can make perfectly fine videos. Um, but I think. I think one real advantage of keeping the video short is you're you're lowering the cost, right? Mm -hmm. Like at five minutes of time, um, if I post it and nothing happens, nothing's lost really, right? Whereas my my academy content that I spend an entire quarter, my full time job producing, yeah. now if that fails, well now that's that's maybe that's a problem, yeah. right? A different prep process. And so keep the stakes low, I would say. And and to your second question of how you measure how well things are doing. Um, it'll depend a lot on where you're posting them. I post things to LinkedIn because I had already been at HubSpot Academy for a few years. I'd been connecting with people who had been posting their HubSpot Academy certifications. I had a, a LinkedIn network of a couple thousand people. And so, and they were all HubSpot enthusiasts, right? Because they're all certified in HubSpot Academy. And so posting videos there made sense. If you are, if you don't have a LinkedIn account or if you have like 10 connections, I don't know if posting videos to LinkedIn will work for you. I don't know if anyone will see them, right? You might be better off trying out Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and, and depending on the platform you use, you're going to get different metrics. Uh, LinkedIn kind of drives me crazy with its lack of analytics. Um, but I, I mean, I, I look a lot at uh, are people reacting to it? In, in, in LinkedIn, you can, you can give things, you know, likes yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or hearts or there are a few different ways to react. So, and are people commenting? Um, are people resharing it? Um, these are all things that are that are very positive indications. Another, that, if you have only got a dozen LinkedIn connections, does your connections list start growing? Right. That, that's you're just spreading the brand, isn't it? Right. Yeah, and and that has been um, an amazing thing to see. I I uh, when I started, I had like I said, a couple thousand connections. I don't know if I had any followers mm. who are not connected. Now, I'm starting to get follow people follow me, right? And instead of connecting, they, they follow this. There's this distinction in LinkedIn of that. And that has been growing tremendously. I, I just, uh, a week or so ago, crossed the line of having 15,000 followers, um, which is a mind-boggling number, right? If you try to imagine that many people in a stadium or something <laughs> watching a 90-second video about HubSpot playbooks, right? It's just crazy. And, and, and I don't, to be clear, I don't get 15,000 views on really any of my videos. I, 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 I'm very 
I, I'm a little disappointed if a video doesn't break a thousand views. I'm ecstatic if it breaks 2,000, right? I'm usually in there. Every now and then I'll have a runaway success of like 5,000 views. But when you start, a thousand would have been... Right, yeah. When, when I, the first few videos is like, wow, 300 views. Yeah. My goodness. Wow, people really like this, you know? I keep build. Yeah. The, the big thing is... How are we doing for time, John? Pretty much on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there's two things we want to cover. Make sure we squeeze them in. Um, you've got a flight to catch, but taxi might have to wait two more minutes <laughs> the other one was the big thing that people struggle with is getting on the camera all this sounds great how do you help what have you got to help people like actually go on and get on camera and post it yeah uh, that's that's a great question um and uh one thing i realized after after the event yesterday was over and i was just talking with people casually there are plenty of people who didn't raise their hands to ask a question during the q a session who had this concern mm. right I have a company I love. That makes but sense. But I, I can't. Why would you ask from the Right, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 right. For the same reason, I'm afraid to raise my hand and ask this yeah. for a group. I'm afraid to sit down in front of a camera. And, and one guy I was talking with, um, he was telling me about his company. In fact, <laughs> there was a video I, I recorded with Tracy. Um, she, she came up to me and I said, I, I have, I, I've started this company. I'm very excited about it. But I, I can't make video. I, I need you, Kyle. Uh, let me tell you what my company does. And, and then you make a video about what my company does. And I was like, okay, what does your company do? And she was telling me about her, about her company and she was so eloquent and so animated. And if we could have just recorded yeah. her explaining it to me, it would have been the perfect video, right? But then as soon as we had a camera going, it was very hard for her. She clammed up and, and she said, you do the talking. And I did the talking. I was able to just, I basically just said to the camera what she said to me, but I think there is this mental hurdle, you know? And, and for me, before I ever started doing these LinkedIn videos, I already had a few years of recording Academy content. I was very accustomed to talking to a camera. But when I first joined the Academy team, it was very disorienting. I mean, we have a teleprompter we read out, out, off of, but it was so, so hard to feel natural, to sound natural. And I wonder if I, I had this idea as I was, I was talking with Tracy and, and this one other fellow who, who came up to me, um, he's like I, telling me about his company. I'm like, if you could just do that, He's like, I don't think I could say it to a camera. And so I think if you could get a friend, mm. right? Uh, someone, it would be great if it's someone who doesn't know about your company, but even if it's someone who does, um, if you could just sit down with them and have a camera rolling at this angle, right? Yeah, just like, yeah. right, like this, this conversation is great because we're just talking as people, right? And if the whole thing had just been me talking to the camera, it would have been much more mechanical, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And so just get a friend, a buddy, uh, maybe maybe they're the one who runs the camera or if the camera just completely makes you freeze just put it off to the side and don't even look at it and then just talk and at first it might feel weird but if you talk to each other for 10 minutes somewhere in there you're gonna get 90 seconds of magic right where you just came alive and you and you hit your stride and and then just edit it to that and post that one right Brilliant. Um, I, I suspect that would work for a lot of people I think so it reminds me of uh, something you said yesterday, which was a great tip as well. If you're making these videos for LinkedIn, picture one person who this will. Yeah. Picture that prospect who you know you're helping with this, because there'll be millions of people like that. Right. Yeah. Not, not millions will see it, but you know. What uh, I mean. Yeah, and and that I do when when I'm when I'm talking, uh, I, and I mean I've been doing it for a couple of years now on LinkedIn, and I know who my audience is because they engage with me in comments and things, and I. These are the HubSpot nerds of the world, right? They're the ones who <laughs> really want to know every single update. And so I know when I say, you're going to be really excited about this. You know, the, the video I posted this morning is about importing. And 
a year ago, I would have thought importing was the least exciting piece of the HubSpot system. We're talking about spreadsheets and getting data. People love importing. <laughs> People love it when we have imp improvements to that process because it it can be so clunky and painful. And in any system, if you're exporting spreadsheets and importing spreadsheets, it's a pain. And HubSpot has been investing a lot in making it work better and give you more flexibility. And people rejoice when I tell them there's a... And so I know that, right? And I can imagine that person who has spreadsheets they're trying to import. And, and today's update about how the, the, the contact ID column works is, is going to just make your life so much easier. Um, that's really great, right? And so I think you're right. If, if you're talking to a camera and you're just imagining the whole world, you're, you're just yeah. speaking into the void... Uh, of course you don't come across as a human, but if you've ever been in a, a customer facing role and you, you know, there's a customer who, you know, maybe you've, this is a conversation you've had. If you're on a support team or something and someone called in and they're like, it's not working, everything's broken. And, oh, have you tried this? And like, it's amazing. Now it works the way, you know, the emotional response that can happen. And if you can just have that conversation with your webcam instead of with a customer over the phone, but imagine that customer and remember what they were asking why why they needed that help how you helped them get there and what they felt like in the end um that's you're going to have a very natural video um, we always like to finish with what is the one top tip to help somebody working in-house to get started in making educational content what would you say what's the one thing they should go and do um i i i, I want to re-emphasize one thing they should not do is like worry about production value i honestly you think your webcam the the someone recently told me the smartphone cameras today are are better than the camera Steven Spielberg used to film Jaws, right? Just <laughs> let that settle in, right? We often think we don't have the equipment necessary, right? You have a lovely studio here. You, you, you don't need this, right? Like, it's, it's great that you have it. And I love that I have also sort of been able to build this sort of production value. But if someone is making video number one and they don't know if it's going to work, they don't know who their audience is, they don't even know who to... Don't overthink it. Just grab your cell phone and, and just like... You would uh, you would take a selfie in front of you know a tourist attraction or something. Just really quickly record something and tell. Imagine a specific person and just if if you had to maybe maybe the best thing to do is imagine you're you're explaining uh, your your business or your job to an elderly relative, right? right? Or or to a young child or or to someone who's never heard of it before. Whatever the case is, just what is that short 30, 60 second explanation of? Of what you why do or what your company does. And yeah. Why do we do it? Yeah. Tell them the context. Like, here's, you should listen to me for a minute just because, right? Like, have you experienced this problem or, or like, have you noticed this change in the world or have you ever wished you could do this? Here, look, let me show you it in action. Let me show you how easy it can be. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. Amazing. And then there's the call to action at the end. Yeah. And then so, you're done. You've got a video. Absolutely brilliant. We could talk, I could talk about this for hours and hours <laughs> with you and we didn't get through half the questions I wanted to do. So hopefully maybe we could do a follow up when you're back over in Boston. Yeah. Happy maybe to. do a one over Google Meet. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thanks for coming yesterday. Thanks yeah, for diving yeah. into it a little bit deeper today and uh, we'll let you go and catch this flight. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This has been great. Thanks a lot. Thank you.